watch Star Wars. Three dudes talking Star Wars. It's just their thing. Star Wars. Just talking Star Wars. From episode one wars. And everything else. And hey, how about Jar Jar Binks? Forget about old boss Nass. We'll cover some cool creatures too. Like Jawas and Twi'leks and those nasty uts. Star Wars. We're talking about Star Wars. Join us for some fun wars. Let us are into or out of the movies here on pod racers a star wars podcast now we're getting into well, not the quite. stuff uh, i guess we watched a movie for this one i guess i guess you're right we kind of did tvs cartoons <laughs> animated movies the clone wars man i gotta tell you watching it in the way that we're gonna watch it it's so much neater mm-hmm. and put together. Though I will question one thing that happened. Okay. Um, two blockades on one planet. <laughs> yeah, I guess they so, really wanted to stop stuff. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we get into our review of uh, episode 216 and episode 116, and of course the Clone Wars um, animated movie, which is fantastic, by the way. It A is little, pretty good. A little bit of uh, Star Wars, I guess, news slash rumors, and me and Keo were talking about this before we started the pod. Um, different ways to start or restart the Star Wars franchise. We've been talking about this rumor that maybe there's a reboot in or a soft reboot in the works from Disney because of all the, uh, I guess, pissiness from fans and uh, about the uh, sequel trilogy. Heels, um, y- you were a huge fan of all three of these movies put together. <laughs> Ultimate fan. Ultimate fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> we, it, uh, here's three different scenarios. Now, this is coming off of uh, the internet, so keep, take that for what it's worth. And it's also coming from somebody named Overlord Doomcock. So, again, <laughs> his... Uh, his uh, you guys found my al- alias on the <laughs> internet. So, yours is Big Cock, but... Uh, <laughs> That's right. So, he, here's three different scenarios that he thinks might be in play in order to rebirth Star Wars. Uh, number one, Veil of the Force. We've talked about this. They go into the Veil of the Force, which we were introduced to in Star Wars Rebels. And they kill Palpatine or stop him from leaving the Veil of the Force, which would effectively remove the sequel trilogy from existence. It would be an alternate timeline, and they would never talk about it. So basically, then, like, because the Emperor goes into the Veil of the Force when Vader throws him over the side of the Death Star, right? Correct, and he, he essence transfers himself through the Veil of the Force to Exegol, where we get everything that happens in the sequel trilogy. Um, so that's one way to do it. He dies, and then basically, alternate timeline, never talk about it, reboot the franchise, do three new movies. That seems crappy. To me, that's the worst, because... As much as me maybe don't like the the sequel trilogy, like I, I there are things that I absolutely loved about it. There are some things that are hard to swallow. There's some things that I just don't like at all. Like Keo, you said last episode, talking about that dagger, which was just it's just so just silly, stupid. It's just stupid. silly. Like what? Yeah. Could you? I love go how much through, you hate the dagger. It's so dumb. Through, could you go through more trouble? To be able to find a wayfinder on the Death Star, like it's just dumb, like just dumb. I yeah, yeah. it reminded me of one of the things I didn't like about the movie Aquaman, which became it just became a treasure hunt, and I'm like, I don't want to watch a treasure hunt. I mm-hmm. I never Aquaman. I don't like treasure hunt movies. I hated Sahara. I hated Indiana <laughs> oh, movie was we're gonna get the Declaration of Indiana. You ever seen uh, Romancing the Stone? Oh, that's, that's a great movie. One. 
That's a that's great a classic. Movie. They did it right. They played Indiana it for Jones. satire. Indy. Mm-hmm. No, Indy wasn't a treasure hunt. Indy was about you know what, like, a treasure what hunt? happens when he gets the treasure and everything that goes wrong. Couldn't you argue that uh, uh, Infinity War is a treasure hunt? Oh, time. Well, Endgame. No, Endgame's Infinity War. Well, technically, wow. sure. they both are. They all of the Marvel movies of. put together is a treasure hunt because they got to find all the all the ring or all the uh, stone. Yeah, one big yeah. giant twenty movie treasure hunt. But the treasure <laughs> at the end is a satisfying ending. It was a satisfying <laughs> ending. Yeah, good old uh, Thanos just disappearing in a puff of smoke. Mm-hmm. Oh, spoilers! Oh, spoiler alert! <laughs> oh yeah, if anybody hasn't found that one out yet, you, you deserve uh, to have it spoiled for you. Scenario number <laughs> two. They do a Luke Skywalker movie with Mark Hamill. So okay. I would like he's Mark not Hamill. The best actor. <laughs> let's, let's just put you know what? Here. He's a phenomenal <laughs> voice actor. He's a phenomenal voice actor. <laughs> yeah, but if you direct him the right way, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I will Skywalker. say when he's playing comedic bits, he's pretty good. I don't know if you watch uh, what we do in the shadows, but his he's no, he's as a vampire was hilarious. Uh, what was his What was his role in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? What, what? The Cockwalker. Cock, no, cock, no Cockknocker. Cockknocker. Yeah. So. Well, actually, it's a very interesting story about how I came about that. Ninja! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so there's that one, and and I made a mistake. I apologize. Veil of the Forest, the World Between Worlds, would be used as a soft reboot for the first one. They don't kill the Emperor. They just reboot it going through the Veil of the Force. Luke Skywalker's movie with Hamill, that's where they would use the Veil of the Force and kill the Emperor. My bad. Okay. Sorry. And so then the, the Emperor thir- would come back in the first scenario then? Yes, and then they would kind of go, I think they would go the route that we were talking about, your idea, where you do that soft reboot from the middle of Last Jedi and just change the Rise of Skywalker and, mm-hmm. and complete the movie in an arc that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right? Luke Skywalker, that's where they kill the Emperor, and then it's three new movies, and you follow Luke Skywalker and end the Skywalker saga the right way. Yeah. I just really don't want them to bring back the Emperor and not bring back Anakin. I think that's the whole the whole balance of the force, the whole, you know, chosen one, all that stuff. It completely yep. cheapens his sacrifice and like his story. So if, they, if they're gonna bring him back, they gotta bring back Anakin somehow. It I kind of no want t- them to not. I kind of yeah. want them to not bring back either of them. Yeah, and just and that's go, the go with new. The entire trilogy we talked about it last week is there's no like no mention of Anakin whatsoever. It's no. such a poorly executed storyline in that regards because if you bring the Emperor back, Anakin and the Emperor are. Time. They're intertwined, like Ben Solo yeah. and and Ray Palpatine, right? Yeah, like, they're like genetic code, <laughs> you know. And it Seriously. just seems ridiculous yeah. that when you create the story at the beginning of Ben trying to, you know, Kylo mm-hmm. Ren trying to, you know, finish what his grandfather started, and make no reference to the grandfather after that. Yeah, just, what just, even what was Vader? What was even Vader trying to accomplish? They don't even tell you. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's poor. Um, and then there's the third option. Uh, Lucas takes over. You forget yeah. a, hold on. <laughs> you you for, hold on. You forget about the three movies. You move on. You do George Lucas's sequel. Now the feels, emperor decides to fill up the Supreme Court with as many nominees as he can. <laughs> It'd probably be more like Under loans a new than nominees. <laughs> so now billionaires here, will only pay one percent. <laughs> here's so now here's the thing with that rumor kind of gaining steam, Lucas taking over, and there's there is things that point towards that, right? Like him coming back and working as uh, as a consultant on uh, Episode Nine. Um, Kyo, you apparently were saying... he has his own cut of it. Yes, so apparently. There's, there is a Lucas cut, and it's apparently... That's, I've heard that, too. Uh, what is it? It's 30 or 40% different from the current cut that we have right now, which is significant amount, right? That's enough to change the story. Oh, big time. Um, and, and, like, so the news that I was reading about is basically just a bunch of conjecture more than anything. But, you know, it just talks about, like, all the people at Disney who could green light this type 
of of fixing of Star Wars never will because it'll be an admittance of their their failings, like they made the wrong choices and wrong decisions in the first place, but and like, therefore they might get fired from their position. So, right. So one of the things that I, I thought would be a great way to get around this whole concept of we have to reboot it is run another storyline that's parallel to what's happening between Ray, whatever. I know it's it, it'll be difficult, but because of the end battle that's required between. Um, you know the emperor. emperor and 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 Ray, but there are there are a lot of other things that could be going on in this battle between the first order and and the the balance of the republic. Oh, yeah. they'll also involve Mark like Luke Skywalker, and unfortunately, you can't use Carrie Fisher, but. Well, you could, but there is you another could. battle going on, right? And maybe mm-hmm. you run a storyline, maybe a trilogy around other characters in that same timeline. So here's, here's something hard. interesting. When you say they can't use Carrie Fisher, and I agree with Keo, you you can. Disney, you could, but it, Disney it's, was it's the yeah Disney was the one that said they are not going to recreate Carrie mm-hmm. for the movie. That they were going to use like uh, I guess shot material. So uh, I think we're pretty much in, all in agreement. If they asked the family of Carrie Fisher, Billy Lord, basically mm-hmm. pretty sure she'd be like, yeah, do it right. Sure. And use me as think, the body double. Yeah, stand I don't in think for they would scenes. even bat an eye at that. I don't either, actually. So like Disney, I think when they said that right off the hop, I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to be respectful, but I think they made a huge mistake when they did that. Like it was yeah. immediate. And and now, like in Keo, like you said too, with with everything that's going on, and and you figure like the uppers that wouldn't greenlight a, a George Lucas cut of the film because it's admitting their mistake. They're already admitting their mistakes because yeah, these are all rumors and it's all conjecture and all that kind of stuff. But where there's smoke, there's fire. I think I think the what the the concern is is that. Um... It, Why didn't admitting this, it it, it, because I think right now it's just kind of like a clusterfuck of oh. everybody screwing up at Disney all for this, yes. right? Whereas when one person comes out and says, no, this is a mistake, we're going to go forward with the Lucas cut, it's like, no, it's actually this person that's made the truly yeah. ultimate wrong, right? Well, Kathleen so Kennedy's going to be that person that takes that hit. Uh, yeah, she, yeah she, maybe. Probably. Person. And it's um, it, she's gone as, as of next year. There's, yeah. uh, there's no way that she makes the cut like yeah i've also heard that um the the lucas cut isn't a complete one either it would still need a couple tens of millions of dollars to get it up to up to par yeah but uh well i'm sure george there 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 is a rough apparently there is a rough version of it somewhere locked into a vault and it's also the version of the film that tested highest amongst uh, initial like viewers like they had three versions of it right i guess there was an, (laughs) an abrams version yeah, and then there was like a a, a by committee version, which is the version that we got, uh, and then there was a Lucas version. What? Uh, what? Uh, I don't know if there was a Lucas version. What I've heard is there's well, no, the original version of the film was supposed to be done by Colin Trevorrow, and there is a Colin Trevorrow cut, right, where scenes were filmed and and the, of the this story movie of the Rise of Skywalker. Yes, I remember we talked about. Movie? There was a version that of Rise of the Skywalker that featured um, a much larger storyline for Finn, where Finn was to rally, like to to rally the stormtroopers against the First Order, but that got crapped over and turned into the weird storm former stormtrooper kids on uh, on that one planet. Yeah, and well, it was know, supposed to be getting, yeah. like there was supposed to be this big scene where with Phasma, who wasn't dead, who was found not to be dead, she just fell in that pit. Where Phasma is trying, and them are really okay. battling for the, you know, over the stormtroopers, and then the stormtroopers decide, you know what, screw this, we are kidnapped children. Why are we fighting this battle? And then they join uh, the Republic in the final battle at the end. I'll see if I can send you the YouTube clip. Somebody found the story seen, treatment for it. I've seen Trevorrow having a script made, but not right. actually like, no filming or anything like that. Yeah, it was a script was written. It was a much it's closer in the concepts that were introduced in A Force Awakens, yeah, or The Last Jedi, sorry, than yeah. what oh. crapped out at the end. Oh, okay, okay. 
Huh, interesting. All I know is... It, and I, the original name of it was not Rise of the Skywalker. It was called Duel of the Fates. Which is kind of funny. Okay. That is a good is name. a much cooler name. Well, well I you, also found you out couldn't even come research, up with an original name on that one. <laughs> yeah, they have um, a different uh, villain initially. They had cast some villain like two years ago, and then he never appeared in the movie. So they really did a lot of changes. Apparently, there was two major rewrites for The Rise of Skywalker and two major re, re, reca- or reshooting of scenes. Well, they it's because twice, they got such cold feet from The Last Jedi. And again, they, they gave into the toxicity of the fan fan base and created something that was even more terrible and was even more elicited more toxicity from the fan base. Yeah. So maybe they should have just stuck with what they what their plan was and, and go from there. Yeah. All right, and, well. Yeah. Should we and, get and Trevor's script to, uh... did actually feature Anakin in it in some capacity. Wow. Which Apparently is, Lucas which is sense, dead because remember well. they talked about talking to Hayden Christensen and bringing him on board for the well, final. Well, he was hired. Film. He was hired. Like I remember reading that he was in. He was physically training. Train, yeah, physically training movie. to get in shape to play play the Force Ghost. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, there's there's footage out there of Anakin in this movie, um, which is which is weird because why would you need to train if he's just being a Force Ghost? All you got to do is wrap well, him. Well, you got to get into shape, right? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure he wasn't 300 pounds. Well, no, but when he was the boss, team, yeah. he was when he was Anakin. He was probably in. Oh yeah, he was, So his oh, Force yeah. Ghost, what you wouldn't come back as your fat. Maybe he was playing right? a shirtless team like that. Uh, <laughs> you come back, back as your you come back as your buff Force Ghost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is where maybe. I was the buffest in my life. I'm going to be like this for maybe the afterlife. Maybe he was planning to go shirtless against uh, Kylo. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh. Fighting for Ray's attention. I like it. Okay, yeah. so there you go. That's that's the thing. Um interesting to see i guess uh and especially with some some conditions that george lucas had apparently there were four of those condition one he gets to make his sequel trilogy condition two he has full creative power q you called that until i decide to hand it off condition three kathleen kennedy is gone condition four disney agrees to never ever mess with the original trilogy leaving it untouched none of this is negotiable now the thing that throws me off there pretty sure that uh, George Lucas isn't making a condition that says Disney agrees to never ever. Like, what are you five years old? So take it for what it's worth. That's, that's all yeah. it is. Uh, can, can we get confirmation again? Who, who provided this rumor? Uh, 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 Overlord Doomcock. Oh, <laughs> if you're going to get an overlord, you might as well get Doomcock. <laughs> so I don't know. He's, he's called some stuff before, but it's interesting to see. I don't know. If you could, we've talked about it, but if you could do it heels, how would you do it differently? I I just wouldn't do it. Just, like it's just done. leave it and move on. Leave it and move on. Keo? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I would change it, I think. I would, I, would you, you'd go with yours, like the soft reboot in between Last Jedi? I mean, I'm just thinking that's a way of doing it. I actually would like to do it even before that. I just like think the it's Skywalker. I just don't even want to have Ray. I don't think she's a good character. You know, like uh I think like she, she could she, be. She, she's a Mary Sue as they call it, right? Yes. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with her. She never fails at anything. She's magically proficient at whatever she puts her mind to. She's more of the chosen one and strongest in the force than, you know, Anakin. Pal- Palpatine and Al- Anakin are. Yeah. And, and if you look at and Colin Trevorrow's script, I don't like that. The way so, he wanted Ray to be was actually flawed and she struggling needs in her to be Jedi flawed. Training. She needs to be flawed, like Luke was. Luke was a pussy and a coward, you know, and he had to overcome those fears. Like he had these fatal flaws that he needed to. There weren't fatal flaws, sorry, but he had these flaws that he needed to overcome, or they would have well, been well, they fatal. Gave Ray essentially, a flaw, right? But it yeah. wasn't a very believable flaw in that she was longing for family. That's but not even a flaw. Mean, it's but that's the thing. They, they made lonely. it seem like that was her flaw, that she was constantly trying to find oh, out who she was. She's lonely. Ooh, what a flaw. I don't know who I am. <laughs> Welcome to Earth, baby. Art, yeah. like you're, you're, you're training to be a Jedi, which is like the loneliest stuff ever. You can't yeah, have it, attachments, all that kind of just stupid, yeah. I agree. Uh, I yeah. think, uh, for me, I'd go the, the Make a Luke Skywalker video, or uh, movie. I, I do too. I like that. You know, I think, I w- and I want to see him rebuilding the Order. Yes. You know, I want to see a new villain in the Force. Yes. It doesn't even have to be a Force-using villain. 
Um, it, could, it could be a really cool villain like Thrawn, who's just such a mastermind that yeah. they're able to tactically throw things in front of Force users that they're just not able to overcome. Like, that would yeah. actually be kind of cool. I like and it, it would establish a little bit of, you know, the Jedi not being so supremely powerful in the galaxy, right? There's other people that can contend with them, like possibly the Mandalorians. I'd love to see something like that, too, you know? Because uh, the Mandalorians grew up as Jedi, Jedi killers. They always feuded. Um, I like that actually. That's a uh, that's yeah. That's so a good seeing point. Seeing something like it doesn't have to be a dark side user. It could be you could have a, a, a main character similar to Ray with I would argue giving them a little bit more flaws and having them constantly tempted between the light and the dark and their internal well, struggle while like do I draw on my dark side abilities to defeat this you know overwhelming militaristic presence and force or do I take the light side and and let this happen and rebuild a new order uh, or so, you know just something like that right I well, I would like to see that more I think that'd be something interesting that we talked about before too on how like if you do a luke skywalker film right and you establish new canon basically um having finn and ray as padawan learners along with Mm -hmm. kylo or ben Mm -hmm. in this new jedi order which would be i I, it'd be kind of cool and we were looking at kind of cool we were looking at the timeline on this heels oh man everything disney has done timeline is just so messed up (laughs) <laughs> there there is legit one year between force awakens and the rise of skywalker mm-hmm. one year so ray trains very little in a year to be as powerful as she is in episode nine she does have leia as a teacher but it's still not anyway. it's I guess you could argue it's that silly. that's how much that time how, Luke had with was, Yoda. No, because Luke had years. What was the timeline between Return of the Jedi or um, Empire Strikes Back? Empire and, and Jedi. Jedi. It's a year. Yeah. Apparently. There's there's three. Oh. No, there's four years between A New Hope and Jedi. And then Kylo was born a year <sighs> after Jedi. So we had nailed it down to Han and Leia maybe having some party time on Endor. And then Ben is born the next year. So, like, Ray is... Ray was born 15 ABY after the Battle of Yavin, which would put her clone daddy um, born during, I guess, the Purge times. Right? So that that whole scenario, Ray still being born, is very much a thing. Even without even without Palpatine, Ray's still born because yeah, her because her, her dad's clone, already been alive. Yes. when Palpatine's dead. Yeah, Palpatine has experimented with clones and trying to clone force sensitive ones for a while. So all of that doesn't get affected. But you could do it totally different because, of course, in the story that we have now. Right, her dad and her mom drop her off on um, Jakku to keep him or to keep her away from the Emperor. So that doesn't need to happen if there's no Emperor. She gets brought into the Jedi Order. So mm-hmm. there's there's lots you can do there that would be interesting. You can still have those characters. You can start Ray fresh. It can be a different actress. You don't have to have uh, Daisy Ridley if she doesn't want to come back to it you could have Daisy Ridley if she is willing to come back to it we know Finn might not be an option going forward but you never know you toss some money at him you probably yeah, it's hard to say that. no when you have a truckload of money yeah, I mean Harrison Ford said he'd never do yes. Star Wars again either so yeah. and yeah. Oscar, Oscar Isaac I don't know if you need to have Poe in the new movies you could have him just as a smuggler because things are different yeah, I think that would be kind of cool to see them just in like normal, like it just see them in one scene in the in the in the new sequel trilogy. You know, it'd be cool think, to see like they gotta, you know, maybe they gotta get like some information on this new military order, and the person who smuggles the information out is Poe. That'd be right? that would be, cool. and and then like that's the only time you ever see Poe in the sequel trilogy is like he's like the smuggler of the information, and this new resistance finds. Yeah. Get the from 
I think that would be really neat and, and kind of cool. It would still pay homage to the characters and it wouldn't totally disregard, you know, their place in the Star Wars universe. Um, and I think it would probably be a great compromise to make everybody of all kinds of like timelines happy, I think. And I think what you could do with that too is you could do spinoffs of Poe. Mm-hmm. Whether you do a movie, uh, like a one-off, or you do a, a Disney Plus series, whatever you want. You could, you could. I think that's the best option. Um, yep. There we go. Let's get into it. Force um, is strong. With the, the Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we, we started watching it. And we're beginning with episode 216, uh, which is kind of confusing because that's season two, obviously. But their timeline for the Clone Wars kind of hit pops all over the place within the first two seasons and then settles down and then it's continuous. So let's get into it. Um, Keo, start us off. Episode 216. What did you like about this? these three episodes, like uh, 216, 116, and, and the movie, and how they kind of brought one big arc together in basically movie time? Yep. I, I like that they establish, um, I guess, very quickly the relationships between the characters, their yeah. competence in the Force, and their abilities. Like, you very quickly see that Anakin is the boss, right? Yeah. Obi-Wan's almost along for the ride, right? Anakin's powers are so great. Well, um, and you, I think you're, yeah, for sure, because you don't see a whole lot of Obi-Wan. No, Obi-Wan's in trouble, and Anakin comes and rescues him, yep. you know? Uh, and that seems to be a constant theme. I know they mentioned that in episode three, right? Or he's like the that part on Cato Nemodia didn't count or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, so it's nice to see that they they immediately get into that. Um, I think the 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 planet that they're I guess trying to stop the blockade of or pass the blockade is cool. You know, the stealth ship the, the stealth ship is a pretty cool idea. Um, it's weird that we don't see more ships like that yeah. in this series. Yeah, it's true. Um, the thing that I was really, um, that I just realized now, after because I haven't watched the Clone Wars since, you know, I didn't watch, you know, the first six seasons when season seven came out. Yeah. And I and I, I and I kind of forgot that Admiral Trench was the first villain in the yeah. Clone Wars, and he's the first oh. villain you see in in season seven, right? Which so he's he survives the uh, attack that Anakin tricks him into doing against himself, really. Which is like, how? Yeah. Um, so I thought it was, I thought that was cool. You get to see Anakin's competency. You get to see how actually loose he is with the rules, oh, yeah. you know, and how much, he dis- how much he disregards them. Um, but how often he's right and how often everybody that's around him is like, yeah, okay, you know, this is just his thing. He's he does not he's unorthodox. Just trust him. Everything is going to be scary at one point, and you're gonna think you're gonna die, and you're gonna get really close to dying. But it's all gonna work out in the end because Anakin seems to be able to just do the right thing all the time. Um, I, so I did like, like that was my initial response to like the first thing I noticed was how aggressive Anakin is as a general. There's no mm-hmm. pissing around with him. He's <clears> right into it, and then right away we see. Obi-Wan telling him to back off and Anakin's like mm, Yeah, this is a rescue. This is a I don't want to do that. Yeah, it's a humanity mission. We have to drop off supplies. It's like, but I can also blow up the enemy at the same yeah. time, you know? Like is, I thought get, that was funny. To use a getting two burns two birds stoned, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> what's what's cool too is we they they do a good job of showing us Anakin's demeanor and who he is, right? Like mm-hmm. you can see that he's cocky, but he's cocky. It he way, comes by it honestly. He's co- yeah, because he even says like at one point once we get into the movie part, like he tells Ahsoka like humility is a thing, mm-hmm. so he knows it's there, but he's cocky because he knows what he's doing is making a difference. Mm-hmm. And and he cares for lives and and will do what is necessary to achieve that. Which is yeah. funny when we including see, going against orders. Yeah, and yeah, and that's like he cares that much. Exactly yeah. what happens later on with the like the end of uh, the return or the Revenge of the Sith, right? Like all of a sudden that care for people goes right out the window, and and so 
it, mm-hmm. it, I like the contrast with Anakin and Clone Wars as opposed to what we see in the movies, which I thought was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think that they just do a really good job of establishing, you know, the power dynamic between Obi Wan and Anakin. Uh, I think I really like the. Um, they really actually show a lot of deception on the Jedi's part in those in those two episodes in the movie. You I know? agree. A lot of deception, a lot of sneakiness. You know, even Obi Wan Kenobi, like it's not overtly stated, but Anakin says, "Why do I think this is all your idea?" When he gets yeah. his Padawan learner, right? And and, and then, and then there with a big smile on his face. Yeah, and then Anakin and then Obi Wan and Yoda afterwards are like, "Ooh, I wonder if this was actually a good idea." It's like, well, he has to learn to let go. It's like, well, if he doesn't, you've just set himself. Yeah. You've just set him up for massive. Do you know what I mean? Like they're they're yeah. kind of pushing him in in a way that he may not be ready to grow yet, and mm-hmm. I, and I know like he does end up really liking Ahsoka. Um, well, and you see that immediately too, like in the movie. In, yeah, it initially he doesn't like her, off, but by yeah. the end of it, like it, they're both like they're essentially they're the same character, mm-hmm. but Ahsoka is not conflicted can let go all the things that Anakin can't do. Yeah. She can. Mm-hmm. She's kind of like, and uh, I'm going to say this and this will be the wrong way to say it, but she's kind of the prime example of what Anakin could have been as a Jedi. Yes. And I think it's very interesting that that's the student that Anakin produced. Right. I think that's very interesting like he may have turned to the dark side, but he ultimately made probably one of the greatest Jedi to have ever been. Which you is know, even though even though Ahsoka, well, I don't know. I'm not going to spoil it for you, Alan. So we won't get into that stuff yet. But oh, um, uh, you almost did. Like, there's some really uh, interesting stuff that you know Anakin teaches her, and I like you know how he says, uh, "You wouldn't have cut it as Obi Wan's Padawan." Which I think she might have, because she's just well, Anakin's just like her, right? He, yeah. He's just as much as of a of a troublemaker. Yeah. Um, and and you know, and that and that opening opening mission of theirs where they have to go and t- turn off the the shield deflector or whatever, and she's almost getting them killed and. But not, saving w- him at the same time. Waking up all the robots and stuff, and then I like one of the things that made me laugh is that. You know, he's like, she's like, I saved your life. And I'm like, I was just very surprised Anakin didn't turn around and say, that's because you endangered it three times. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Good line, actually. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, Anakin- and then I, and then you get to see like some more of the deception of the Jedi or some more of like the, I guess the lack of wisdom on like Yoda and Obi-Wan's part, part on giving Anakin the assignment of protecting a hut from yeah. his home planet like these were the people that enslaved him right like he was he was a hot slave and yeah so you're gonna go protect this kid's this guy's kid now right from that's, from that's Dooku. Where, <laughs> that's where you're yeah that's where you're maybe hoping that uh anakin doesn't remember anything of his childhood at that point isn't that where you're from lately, right like they never like they really don't cut into the Wait a minute! These guys are massive slave traders, which uh, goes against everything I stand for. Yeah, it's because of them, my mother is dead. Yeah, like, yeah, like there's one scene there. It's like, isn't that where you're from? Aren't you from Tatooine, Master? And then Anakin's like, yeah. And they cut, and they don't you hear like the sand people screams and stuff well, in his head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. Uh, it's like that was just up. very unwise of the Jedi to do that. You know, they've got no one to do this. Let's send Anakin, not Obi Wan. With his new Padawan. Well, and you know what's funny too, because like with that, sending Obi Wan, <laughs> sending Obi Wan and Anakin to figure out this this whole thing with uh, the Hut's kid. The, the um, Chancellor asks, I guess Mace, send all of the Jedi, which is hilarious because it's kind of that underlying issue of Palpatine trying to manipulate the Jedi yeah. by getting them out of his way. And then Mace comes back, well, no, that's impossible. Uh, all of our Jedi generals are uh, engaged. We only have two people available. It's our two best Jedi. Yeah, I think I think the Emperor knows this stuff, right? It's kind of yeah. implied that he's he's very aware of the movements of the Jedi. And he it's, probably it's, knows it's, it can only be Anakin. 
But right? if you don't, if you're not, if you're not paying attention to the storyline and to the way that Palpatine is, maybe you miss that, mm-hmm. and you don't even think about it. Like I love that within the first three, let's say episodes of the Clone Wars, they're already showing how conniving and how devious the the Emperor is, mm-hmm. without without really showing it. And he looks like, like he's just being a good, diligent yeah, leader. If, if you're yeah. just coming into this, and you, you let's say you started watching Star Wars from Episode One, mistake, but uh, whatever, and you don't know that Palpatine is the Emperor, you're just like, oh, okay. He's just mm-hmm, trying that's to true. Like, yeah. so, and for me, and and you and Heels, like for us, to, and for everybody that's ever watched the Star Wars trilogy from four, five, six. Like it, I I love that they show that because you're establishing more of a character that I don't know. In my mind, Palpatine's probably the greatest character out of Star Wars. He's yeah, well yeah. I don't know. It's hard like, for me to say that, but he's definitely. I, he's I, one of I, the, it's hard because Vader's that, such a good villain as well. And, and you're right, but like what I mean by that is just just the way that Palpatine was displayed in episodes one two and three you go through the clone wars like he is so fleshed out as a villain oh he's a fantastic villain who's playing both sides of the coin and Mm -hmm. like you don't have anybody else like that vader is iconic palpatine is forever (laughs) oh yeah he's 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 aptly named as insidious right that's a very apt name for him it's so cool that they established that in clone wars right off the hop Mm-hmm. Uh, to end episode one, uh, two sixteen, Anakin pulls the move of the the century off by uh, flying his cloaked ship to, I guess, as he cloaks and Trench gets him to uh, fire on his uh, what is it? His ma- 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 magnetic signature. It's falling the yeah, it follows the magnetic signature or something yeah. like that. And then Anakin flies right past, like skidding the top of Trench's ship to. Yeah have his missiles blow him up yeah i want to see that story how Trent survives that because and he takes a missile right in the mouth it takes a bunch (laughs) a bunch of them right in the mouth (laughs) and they show and they show that bridge blow up (laughs) so yeah i don't know maybe he's a sith who knows maybe he's a dark side user Um, but he's a good admiral though apparently we get yeah we get to see and, and it's cool that they establish some backstory with him and um um, Yolaren, right? Because Yolaren even talks about how wait, wait, he was supposed to be dead. Mm. What happened? So interesting. I like pretty much like if you're going from two sixteen, um, you're you're automatically getting more Star Wars lore, which I I love that about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, episode one sixteen. Here, this is a big episode right off the hop because you're already seeing the first kinks. In the Republic's uh, armor, basically, right? Like treachery within the clones' ranks, mm-hmm. and the treachery isn't because of money or status or anything like that. It's because one clone basically feels like the Jedi have enslaved the clones. Yeah, he had no say in whatever the life that was chosen for him. So, which he's he's completely correct. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that was the, uh, the overwhelming theme of the prequel trilogies, and that is something that's interesting that they decided to kind of dive into right off the hop as well yeah. by getting by getting into the failures of the Jedi Order and the Clone Wars kind of strays away from that for the most part. <sighs> they don't want, and obviously, like Heels, you had said before, like George didn't want to make the Jedi look bad. Ultimately, they're not bad. They're I don't know they're what misguided. would you call it? misguided, misguided, and like they've fallen away, fallen away from their path. Yeah, like the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, and I could, uh, you could, yeah, and I, and I, I like that as well that they don't show all the failings of the Jedi during the Clone Wars. I think it's kind of nice to have a st- like the story is really about the clones, right? Yeah. The this whole TV show. Really, the clones are like if you gave billing for stars, like the clones are the first star of the show. You know, then and it's probably Anakin and Ahsoka and Obi Wan, maybe after that. 
I would but say, I would say Obi-Wan comes in a distant. Yeah, he does third. come in a distant, distant third. Because, mm-hmm. so, you know, like, Anakin's not in every episode. Obi-Wan's not in every episode. I don't know about Ahsoka, actually. She's, she's, she's not in every episode, but she gets a lot. She's probably she in the most. Well, I guess season six you can't take as a season. Yeah. It's a lot of episodes. So there, and that one is very centric on the clones as well. Mm-hmm. But then the last few episodes are Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um, season seven is very Ahsoka heavy. Yeah. Um, season five is very Ahsoka heavy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember season four. And as we go along here, well, season four was like the mall. Mall comes back year. Right. So that's season, more. Season that's five is mall is back. Yeah, so some more Obi-Wan in that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, you still get heavy doses of Anakin and Ahsoka. Yeah, like it's, yeah, you're right. You're right. And there's episodes where we see Ahsoka. And Hondo. I love yeah, Hondo. Hondo. I can't wait to get to Hondo's episodes. He's like one of my favorite <laughs> Star Wars characters. He, I like what they did with him in Rebels, but that's, we'll get, we'll get to Rebels. I really want to see him in like a show up in like the Mandalorian, like a geriatric Hondo. Like in the Mandalorian, just goes to buy weapons off of this geriatric Hondo or something. That would be be awesome. Maybe his, maybe he doesn't need to be geriatric. Maybe his, his race. Yeah, that's true. He could be like Chewie and be like 250 years old or something. Yeah. Not age age quickly. So episode 116 starts off on the surface of Christophsis. Uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan, they're fighting the, uh, the separatists. Uh, They've got like some kind of crazy ambush. Because of clone information getting out to them. So once they figure that out, Rex and Cody, now now we have the two top cops in the troopers. Mm-hmm. They're working together, so we get to see them for the first time. Um, that dynamic is really cool, because Rex is kind of more loosey-goosey, like Anakin, mm-hmm. and Cody is kind of by the book, like Obi-Wan funny that those are the generals that they report to right so <laughs> yeah. we, we we find out that um slick is the traitor who is the head of the division that they're questioning and then just all sort of hell breaks loose obi-wan and anakin uh, they go and we find our first i guess dark side user in the mm-hmm. show with asajj ventress mm-hmm. and i like that they have a past between obi-wan and asajj now yeah. We don't know about that past unless we're reading books and things like that. And I know mm-hmm. Heels, you hate that. Here, it kind of makes a little more sense, though. She she's introduced well. You're you muted or something, Alan? You got to take your microphone mute button off there. Can't forget, sorry. Um, yeah, as I was saying, you know, it's I don't hate books. I hate when <laughs> books are used to fill in flimsy <laughs> plot in, in film. <laughs> I, don't I don't hate books. books. I just can't read, man. It's <laughs> just so many words. I don't like it. It hurts my eyes. Uh, that's good. Okay, so I'm in the midst of reading Dooku Lost Jedi, and there is reference here because there's flashbacks for Asajj Ventress, who's very centric to this story. Mm-hmm. Um, and her training as a Jedi. She was a that, Jedi. Yeah. Sort of. So she was being trained by a Jedi master. Um, and from what I understand, I'm still into the book, so I don't know the whole story. The Jedi Council wasn't eager to train Asajj for whatever reason. But this master was very much, let's get this done. And then that's how that kind of happens. Now, how he meets or how she meets Dooku, I'm still discovering that. So this mm-hmm. it's an interesting book, but it's different because it's not like your typical story. It's almost like a reading of a script. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's very little all of your interior, I guess, meat of a story is in the dialogue within the book. Which I actually kind of find interesting. So there's that, but yeah, again, massage, uh, massage, massage, Ventress. <laughs> like meet her. Um, yeah. The 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 discovery that we find that here's this this uh, dark force user. She's got a past with Obi Wan. Man, I can't wait to learn more about that. So yeah, there's these little things that 
Clone Wars does so well. You know, like you see a movie and you're like, oh man, that left more questions than answers. Clone Wars does that correctly. Yeah, because I think it answers as many questions as it asks. Yeah, and so the we have we have like questions going into it, and those get answered, but then we have more questions coming out, which is fine. Yeah, that's what and you those, want. Those questions that are being asked aren't integral to the overall storyline that you're looking to get answered, right? So that's mm-hmm. a big. Um, we also see Ventress hold her own against Kenobi and Anakin. So here we see, like you mentioned, Anakin is the boss, but he's not nearly as powerful as no. we know him to be in the future, right? So Yeah, uh, this is him right after Attack of the Clones, uh, right? That's correct. Like yeah. right after. So he's he's, dealing he's just with... been defeated, he's just lost his hand. Maybe a little humility is what is on his mind. Yeah. Um she's very powerful in her own right, which I thought was interesting. And um we also get a look at like I said, that thought that the clones are slaves to the Jedi which is such a huge thing in the overarching story, which is important because as you go through the Clone Wars, you see more and more and more and more and more of that through the clones' eyes. Mm-hmm. Not not through the Republic until Season 7, and not through the Jedi, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I do like seeing it from the, from the clones' point of view. I think that was a really smart choice by Filoni. Well, and it's this, very important. For the series. Yeah, it and, it's, and it's important too because Even I think the clones is one of the best parts of the whole entire series. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. It ends up being one of the most important factors of the movies. Mm-hmm. Well, big time, especially since without the clones, credits roll after episode one. <laughs> Pretty that'll, much. That'll do. Um, <coughs> getting into the animated movie now. Wow. They do a great job in this movie. Now, so obviously mm-hmm. we've kind of talked about a lot of the stuff that's happened. Um, we get to we get to meet Ahsoka as mm-hmm. she looks Anakin's so young. Had a one, yeah, <laughs> the young child, up. yeah. And one of the things that I took away from that is the fact that what are the Jedi doing? Setting this Padawan like both Anakin and Obi Wan are like a youngling. Like yeah. sending a youngling into this war. That is yeah. one of the things that we never get really talked about, right? You've mm-hmm. got Ahsoka. We've seen Kanan as um Caleb Doom. Mm-hmm. Just a child. You see at the end of episode three, the kid that comes out on the on the spacewalk there where um Senator Organa is trying to escape and the kid comes out and he's lightsabering all of the all of the uh troopers and then gets sh- cut down like mm-hmm. what are you doing Jedi? Yeah. <laughs> like ooh. So interesting to see that from that direction and I thought that was obviously Ahsoka's one of the few that kind of breaks the mold when it comes to younglings or padawans being significant in the story of what went on during the Clone Wars. Mhm. Yeah, it's it is funny though. Like that's another a good way of showing how like unwa- unwise the Jedi are. You yeah. know, the Jedi Council are like, like I get like first of all they've established to the very beginning of the movie that the Jedi are generals in an army now, right? Yeah. Like they yeah. they weren't Jedi's at the end of Attack of the Clones, or sorry, they weren't generals at end of attack of the clones but in that short span they've now all been promoted to general level status and they're all running the military right that's so not what the jedi are supposed to be doing and it's exactly what palpatine wants yeah because he's creating all this discord and this chaos amongst the light side by doing so and 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 yeah and then you see like you know a bunch of the deception that the jedi have to employ to win in, in to, to have successful military tactics, you know, the deception in, in convincing and tricking Anakin into taking on a Padawan when he was pretty expressly, uh, against pretty expressly against it. Um, you know, and then like unwise and, and asking Anakin after that to go and protect the fucking boss that kept him in slavery and his childhood, right? That sold his mother to Watto, who then sold his mother to Lars or whatever. Yeah. 
right? Like it's just so unwise on the Jedi's part. I think they do such a. I think Filoni, I think, did that on purpose too, to, demon to demonstrate all this stuff, right? Well, to give give Anakin additional motivation to become part of the dark side. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point. Um, so we find out that a Jabba has a son, mm -hmm. and and b he's just a little worm. Mm -hmm. It's a big fat little worm. Um, I, I like that. Looks like a leech. <laughs> I like that Ahsoka thinks he's cute. He's <laughs> talking like a baby to him. Oh, he's so cute. Mm -hmm. uh, we also find out that Count Dooku. Is that Rocco? Is that his name? Yeah, Rata. 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 Rocco? Rata. 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 R O T T A. The hot Rata. Rata. Okay. Those yeah. huts and their names. Um, we also see that Ahsoka's super eager to prove herself to Anakin, right? Like that's, yep. and we see a lot of that throughout the series too. She fails, which we never see from other characters in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> no. We so you see a lot of Jedi get shot and killed in. Oh Order no, I mean Ray. I mean Ray. I, mean I, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. You see, we see a lot of Jedi die in Order sixty six. All of them. Yeah, I, I do. I think it's it's neat to see like how personal Ahsoka takes. Like I, I think that's what everybody would do too, right? It's like your first day on a new job, right? Well, and you, in there, you, you right? Wanna, like, yeah. Her head's down. She's like depressed, and like you say, Anakin comes over and it's like, ah, Obi Wan wouldn't have been able to train you, but. But you'll make it with me. You'll probably be good as with me, yeah. Um, yeah, I like that scene, so, actually. It's a good one. And, and heals, like you said, Anakin embraces Ahsoka as his new Padawan. And with that, gains another attachment. Just one more snip on his way to the dark side. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So... And I, oh, uh, damn, I was going to say something. I completely forgot what I was going to say. Hey, try and remember it'll, it'll that. It'll probably, probably come with me later. Uh, something cool that I thought was different is in the early episodes, we get to see the different classes or the different armor that the Clone Wars were, right? Like you've mm. got the specialized, mm -hmm. um, uh, what unit were they? I guess spies, where it was kind of like camouflage, like gray or green. And then you also had in the first episode, the clones that were on that um, cloak ship. They were wearing totally different armor as well than what the normal mm -hmm. clones that we would see. Yeah, there's and tons that, of different kind of, designations. Yeah, they kind of go away from that though. Um, not for really. most of the for most of the series, because you don't like you see it's either orange or not orange, whatever. Are you talking about yellow. the colors of the of the divisions? Yeah, because you see so, like blue the blues, the blues, the five hundred and first, right? That's Vader's Legion. Right. Yeah. Um. Or no, wait, those are the stormtroopers, aren't they? Or is that the clone army that they, Anakin they, has? No, they, it's the 501st as the clone army, and then they turn into Vader's Legion when, okay. once they become the, troopers. When they become Imperial. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like I think in some of the future episodes of the Clone Wars, we see will see how uh, the clones graduate and get new armor right like you get to yeah. see what the art how the arc troopers look yes and and the, and what they have to go to go through to become an arc trooper um and you can see that they're as they progress through the ranks they get the more like the bigger like shoulder armor kind of things right and um so we do get to see a little bit of that progression um, it takes a little while to get there though which i thought was mm -hmm. like weird because uh, it would have been cool to kind of explore that right off the hop with us meeting so many different types of clones mm -hmm. well i think that's like is it episode one of season one where we get taken into the clone the cloning facilities we'll probably see that soon maybe yeah. this week even but i think the first episode of the show is that with the the show no, that was with yoda that was with yoda was the first episode of the show I think where so. He, where he has to go, and there's a competition between Yoda and Count Dooku. For I think that's the first episode of the show. But very yeah, quickly we that. get into the uh, the the clone troopers, uh, like raising or rearing in in the facilities. Yeah, and you the get to see um, not the competition, the... but the oh ninety nine. Yeah, ninety nine. Yeah, the defective clone trooper. It's like a, um, almost like a. I don't know what you'd call him, like a maintenance person at that point. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. And they all love him, which is also mm -hmm. cool. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we we see that Dooku is behind everything, and that he's setting things up to make the Jedi look bad in in the eyes of Jabba. Obviously, mm-hmm. the Jedi come through and uh, they they deliver Jabba's son. Dooku is kind of thrown out as the villain, the Separatist leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, one of the things is we also during the movie we get to see the. I guess the beginning of that bond between Anakin and Ahsoka and how everything and and how similar their characters are, like we said, but like Anakin turns everything into a competition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They do push each other a lot to compete. Yeah. Which is cool. Uh, And we see more of that as we go on too. Mm -hmm. I think there's, I don't know what episode it is, but there's an episode where they are competing and Plo Koon. Oh yes. He's like where they talk about the number of droids they killed. Yes, yeah, and he comes right. up at the end and he's got like the most or something like that, which is kind of funny. Yeah, I remember uh, that, that one. I remembered what I was going to say. It was about the huts, and it was it was interesting to see the expansion of the hut family to see yeah. Nero to see Nero on Coruscant, right? Like he's like the high class gangster, whereas Jabba's kind of like more like uh, I almost want to say like the wild, the, the wild west style. Yeah, um, gangster almost, you know. Um, I thought that's kind of neat to, that they flesh out that, like that crime underworld a little bit by doing well, it this way. They, they even mention it though, right? Like with with the way that the Clone Wars is progressing, because the Jedi are no longer keepers of the peace; they're generals in this grand army of the Republic. That crime is on the rise. Mm-hmm. The the crime syndicates are taking over and doing way more damage because of that. And so here we are, crime lord Jabba the Hutt begging the Republic to send Jedi to assist in finding his kid. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as Heels loves, uh, the animated movie continues to build on politics within the Star Wars universe, obviously, with the, the Republic. <laughs> you hate it so much and i love it i just don't um, hate it i just think there's better ways to tell stories and constantly rely on politics and how do yeah, children but... find politics entertaining <laughs> it's not for children heels this is an adult okay. tv show yeah, star wars is not for kids you heard that first on pod race <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> No, just like the the thing is though, politics. Michael Jordan like, says, "Fuck them kids." <laughs> <laughs> politics is such a huge like politics is how this whole universe collapses, right? It's how the the Sith win. So mm. for there to be episodes where it focuses on that, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Whether you like it or not, heels, you grumpy bastard. Right. I think you can't. <laughs> I think it's almost kind of unavoidable to not include politics in a grand collapse of civilization or massive well, transfer of power. You kind of do have to go into that at least a little bit. Clone Wars does it good, though. Yeah, they do. I think I think they do well a, a good job. And I, I don't know, Heels, like, or, did you finish season one? Uh, not quite yet. Can you please lie to me about that? <laughs> okay, I finished it. It was fantastic, okay, and I good. can't wait to watch it again for the first time. <laughs> you don't have to, necessarily. Um... <laughs> As you go further and further into the story, there are episodes that are political, but it's not you're not going to get like a four or five episode arc, which it's all politics all the time. No, so there's you, usually action because they're like kidnapping yes. politics or they're being held hostage or things like that. Usually. It's all and by politics, they don't I sit mean, in the Senate and debate. No, there's there's none of that. Yeah. Which is what you love. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you miss out on ET species negotiating in the Senate. Um, basically, Obi Wan puts himself, or Obi Wan Dooku puts himself in a better position to have Jabba join the Separatists by setting up the Jedi, having Asajj uh, kind of catering to her ego without having her go at, up against directly the Jedi. Right, like she's taking mm-hmm. video and stuff like that, and sends it to Dooku and then he shows Jabba who freaks out and then the separatist organization goes in to fight and try and get the the kid back. Mm-hmm. Now it's Anakin's and Ahsoka's job to make sure that that doesn't happen. 
lo and behold, the Jedi get her back, like we said. And mm-hmm. Jabba Using helped. deception. Yeah. <laughs> Using deception in the Jedi. Yeah. No kidding, actually, now, now that you mention it. They totally just... Anakin totally is like, yeah, this is a backpack of rocks. <laughs> very, very, very sneaky. <laughs> I baited, I baited you, Dooku. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Three episodes in, this is this is a good set of arc here to start us off. What'd you guys think? More so, Keo, I mean, because I really like the Clone Wars. I think they do. It, I think it's probably the best Star Wars storytelling in all of Star Wars itself. And this is just a great start. It only gets better from here, I think. Um, you know what I'm, they did a really good job on is the fact that it's a Star Wars show. Uh, you get your fill of Jedi, but you also get your fill of stuff that isn't necessarily Force-related. Mm-hmm. It's so, very good for world-building. Yeah. It really does a lot for the the, universe, the galaxy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's stories out there that can be told that don't have to be skywalker or even jedi or sith focused oh, that, no, you can yeah, have, that you can have fun with i like i like when they go into the the, ba- the bounty hunters sometimes and you can yeah. see cat cad bane you know and aura sing and uh even boba fett right boba like, fett. Those, those, those are great those are great uh episodes that don't involve the jedi at all usually and with Boba Fett too, like as we get more and more into this, it's cool to see his utter hatred for of Mace Windu. Windu. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is just and like the lengths that he goes to. I obviously this will be coming up, but I just love the fact that he can infiltrate the Republic army like nobody's business. <laughs> he's yeah, a, he's a kid. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? He looks like a clone, so that yep. might work for him. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have anything else as far as talking about uh, what's going on in these episodes. Do you guys have anything else? Uh, not really. Um, yeah, no, not really. I think they no, do I... just a really good job of starting to grow and expand on the, the different worlds. And uh, I, I like to see that they really go quickly into the conflict. Yeah, well, like there's no within, waiting around. within some of the clones themselves, like the the moral debate that they have of being conscripted and forced to fight against their will. You know, I think that's kind of interesting that they bring that up very early, because uh, I believe that is truly probably one of the biggest things a soldier would ever have to consider if they were in an army, and which would have made the Colin Trevorrow scene in uh, Duel of the Fates, where Finn convinces the stormtroopers to. <laughs> to stop fighting for the first order to be even more Mm. uh, poignant. Yeah. Alas, it was not meant to be. Uh, Maybe we'll see it one day. Mm -hmm. Instead, we get Lando hitting on his kid, possibly. (laughs) (laughs) That's not uncommon in Star Wars. I guess hitting on your kid, which should say family stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Family stuff. A little little Targaryenism. Ah, there you go. I like it. I like it. Nobody's against some Targaryen throne, I guess, posturing. Um, that's it. That's all we got for this week. Next week we'll be hitting up uh, some more episodes. Um, big arc in the first season. I think that we'll cover next. Are, are we mm-hmm. doing them in order? Are we just going to go through like the chronological order? Like the you- chronological order. Yeah, or do you want to do like big arcs in the seasons? Well, I don't know. I guess it depends. It doesn't on matter how... to me. Like, I I don't mind watching ten episodes a week. Yeah, neither do I. I can do that. That's like three and a half hours of Star Wars a week. That's not that hard for me. He, to do. he loves it. He loves it. That's a lot of Star Wars. Um, that's basically just one of the, the sequel trilogy movies and then two <laughs> episodes. You know, it's, yeah. it's not a lot. A lot more Star Wars. Nope. Um, but 10 episodes a week would only be, it will take us 13 weeks to cover all the Clone Wars if we do that. Yep. And that's not that bad. It's I mean, three, three months on the Clone Wars. Which is, I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast. We're talking all things Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. There we go. All right. Well, we'll continue with uh, season one of the Clone Wars coming up next week on the uh, 13th episode. Pod Racers Podcast, the Star Wars Podcast. I hope everybody's had some fun with this. 
We're going to be, uh, we'll continue next week. We'll talk to you next week. Heels, send us off, buddy. You know what to do, people. Stay safe. Watch Star Wars. And if you want, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter if you want. Uh, I, I think I'm the only one on Instagram. DSO67. Heels is uh, Hockey Yogi. That's correct. And at Keo. K-E-Y-H-O-H. It's my Twitter handle. Keo. Very active on it. <laughs> Very active on it. <laughs> and of course, pod underscore racers. Find us and uh, have some fun because Star Wars is fun. That's what it's all about. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. All right. Take care. Take care.